Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. This is Shorsha Dunbar and I hope everyone is well. Now, as regular listeners know, usually we have the new segment right uh, before the reviews in our reviews episode but this month there has been so much news that uh, I've decided to just uh, dedicate an entire recording an entire episode uh, to news because I don't want to rush through it there's quite a lot of very good news very interesting games uh, new kickstarters updates on current kickstarters new games announced new details on games and some interesting and exciting podcast news uh, which I'll get to in just a second. So, uh, so yeah, so this episode will be dedicated entirely to a news episode, and I will be back, uh, I believe, in two weeks, probably, uh, with Thomas, and I believe Jared will hopefully be making his first appearance on this podcast, who's a new editor of the podcast. Um, so I'll be back in two weeks, with more on that at the end of this episode. But first, as I said, uh, we will get to the news. And first, let's talk a little bit about uh, the podcast news uh, so a little bit of navel gazing if you'll allow me but um some interesting things happening with the podcast there are two conferences uh coming up uh first of all is the wasd conference this will be in london at the truman brewery in london from the 30th of march to the 1st of april and i will be there uh i will be there and i will um hopefully be speaking to some adventure and narrative game developers uh, I'll be there at least one or two of those days, so I will do a recording on that, and hopefully I can record some interviews there as well. And uh, excitingly, um, I have also been invited to the Reboot Develop Blue conference in Dubrovnik. Now, I will be there, and I will be on a speaker panel. I will be interviewing Tony Warriner, uh, the uh, co-founder of Revolution and co-lead developer on, as I'm sure people are aware, games like uh, Beneath the Steel Sky, Lure the Temptress, In Cold Blood, and of course, Broken Sword. And he's working on a new game himself, so we'll talk about, a little bit about that and about the adventure genre and his involvement. So it's really, really exciting. Obviously, for me personally, it is exciting. I'm not going to lie. But then for Tony and for the adventure game genre, for Revolution, hopefully this will help to... Uh, get them back, well, keep them in the spotlight and keep adventure games in the spotlight. So uh, there will be links in the in the show notes. I believe it might be live streamed, but um, what I would encourage people to do is, first of all, check the website, Reboot Develop Blue, uh, and I will include links to that. So read up de- rebootdevelopblue.com and also their YouTube channel, and you can see either it will be live-streamed or there will be a video afterwards. We will also be recording it. I will be recording for our YouTube channel and uh, audio as well. So that conference will be on the 24th to 26th of April 2023 in Dubrovnik. So there will be more on that uh, as we get information on it. So uh, keep an eye out on that. Also, as well as conferences... Uh, I've also been on different podcasts. So there are different podcasts about adventure games. There are other podcasts about adventure games uh, that I've been on as well. First of all, um, I was invited on the Adventure Game Hotspot podcast, uh, where I spoke with Jack Allen and Joshua Cleveland. Now, Jack was the uh, former editor of Adventure Gamers. Josh was also there, but uh, a few months ago, they started up the Adventure Game Hotspot, which is another website on adventure games and a podcast as well. Uh, and I was delighted to chat with them about what well, this podcast, their podcast, their website, Adventure Games in general. We spoke about our pet peeves, and some of them are the pet peeves of pet peeves, uh, but really good fun to talk to them. I think people will enjoy either listening to it or watching it, so I'll include a link to the podcast and a YouTube channel and their website as well in the show notes. If you can check that out and listen to the podcast as well, it's a lot of fun. And for those of you who can understand Spanish at least, I was also on the Point and Click podcast, 
Uh, this podcast is run by Sergio and Raul. Uh, Raul, of course, is also over the agoti.com, uh, so Adventure Game of the Year, A-G-O-T-Y.com. And I was involved in a video as well where we uh, gave our top three Adventure Games of the Year to put them all together in a nice little video involving puppets as well. I would encourage people to check that out. Um, I would include a link to that, pod, uh, to that video and to this podcast as well, the Point and Click podcast. And again, if you can understand Spanish, uh, I would encourage people to check that out that podcast as well they're really lovely guys they're passionate about adventure games and there's a great debates as well about both new and classic adventure games so i had a point and click podcast on the wing kong channel uh if you listen to it on podcast uh so yeah and now enough of podcast news now let's get to actual adventure game news and we start with telltale uh, so just a very quick recap for those of you who don't know telltale they went out of business in 2018 um and uh, but about a year later they came back it was a guy called uh james ottilly believe it's uh he's called i have to pronounce it i believe uh he bought the company and the rights to some of their games and uh he's now working with other development studios to make uh two other games that are working on the wolf among us 2 and the expanse more on those just a little bit but first some very good news uh, and uh, it was announced a couple of weeks ago that uh, Telltale received some funding from Hero Capital and Skybound. Now, this funding will uh, allow them to uh, continue working on those games. And uh, so James Utterly, Jamie Utterly said, We are honored to have the confidence of Hero Capital, a fund that is committed to the future of the games industry, and one of our, of our colleagues at Skybound Entertainment. It's both a pleasure and a natural fit to be affiliated with companies that share a commitment to narrative games and transmedia entertainment. Uh, so um, this is very good news for Telltale, of course. Uh, as people might remember, one of the reasons they uh, uh, they went under was because they didn't get funding that they were hoping for. And that was one of the main causes for them going under. So this is certainly very good news. Uh, now, on to the, the games. Um, I suppose, first of all, with some disappointing news for gamers, uh, Wolf Among Us 2 was supposed to be released this year in 2023, but uh, Telltale and Jamie Ottilly, uh, the CEO, has decided to postpone the release until 2024. Now, there are several reasons that they've given, and I know that there's been some discussion about this online and other games podcasts, and I know some people said that they are a little bit concerned that's, I know, not a great start, uh, but we'll see the reasons. And the reasons that he's given, uh, first of all, he said that uh, The Wolf Among Us 2 was announced in 2019, I believe, at that trailer that we saw, um, but it was in very pre pre-development, and it was announced then to gain interest, and they're still building up the team. Then COVID happened, so that delayed things further. And during the development of the game, uh, they are moving from Unreal Engine 4 to Unreal Engine 5. So that's so they have to redo all the assets, redo the game, and it will take some time. And so that the CEO of Telltale said that if they were to release it in 2023, that it would be unfinished and basically it would be slaughtered in the press. Uh, I said, if we put this game out and it's not ready, we're going to get torn to shreds. The expectations are pretty high and we want time to meet those and we want to be proud of it and know that, hey, this is the best game we could have made. Let the world say what they will once it's done. But at least we know that in these times, in these conditions, this is the best game that we could make. Now, he also said the other option would be to crunch. Uh, so for people there to work overtime uh, a lot and... Uh, but he said that he himself he said, I've done crunch and I don't want to do it again. And it's not fair to ask it. You can't plan a business around it. So, yeah, part of it is about maintaining a healthy work culture. We don't want to burn out our good people. It has been incredibly difficult to request to recruit the last two years between COVID and the labor markets and the growth in the games industry. So certainly burning people out or grinding them down is the wrong thing to do long term. It's not how you build a business. And as an industry, we're terrible about it. We burn our people out. We burn our best people out faster. 
and as an industry, if we're going to continue to grow, we have to stop it. We just have to stop doing it and make better choices. So while on the surface it is disappointing for gamers that this game won't be released this year, personally I think this is a very good decision and it's encouraging and I have a very good feeling about this new Telltale and about the CEO. I think he's trying to make the best game possible but also looking after um, the people, his employees as well, which is still unfortunately very, very rare, certainly in the games industry and in general at least. So it is great. I would say take as long as they need. Uh, we've been waiting 10 years. We didn't expect to get this game ever. So what's another year or two? Um, and so I don't think we should have any concerns about this game or about the new Telltale. I think they're doing uh, everything right from everything that I've read and heard and seen. And uh, certainly if this were a choice in a Telltale game, uh, do you crunch, do you release an unfinished game, or do you push back at a game? I think the right choice would be to push back to the game, which is what they're doing. So we'll be, we can expect to see the game, hopefully, in 2024. Uh, but in uh, good news, now good news for gamers, The Expanse, which is being developed by Deck 13, who of course... Um, made uh, Life is Strange Before the Storm and the latest Life is Strange game, Life is Strange True Colors. They're working away well on the Expanse Telltale games uh, game. And uh, the reason probably is that they have a lot less difficulties, that they already have a team in place and they don't need to change uh, game development engine. And they released uh, two trailers, one uh, about nine minute trailer with one of the developers talking about the game. I haven't seen that myself because I don't want to see any real spoilers. Not that there really are, but I just want to go in uh, not knowing that much. But I did see the uh, shorter trailer, which was about two minutes. And uh, here is the trailer. The link to this and the other trailers I will provide will be in the show notes if you want to watch it. But uh, here is at least the audio of the new trailer for The Expanse. Please enjoy. We have a new target. What is it this time, El Dorado? The Fountain of Youth? Let me guess. The Falcon Horde of Venus? The UNN Urshanabi. Cap believes there's something valuable on board. Something special. Do we want to invite that kind of attention? We'll be fine. In and out. No games. I'll monitor any data you send back, and I'll be here to patch anyone up, should it come to that. What happened? Oh, unexploded charge, I think. Pirates must have left it behind. Pachang, you didn't scan first. Commanders, this is Private Ensign Takabe. The pirates have asked me to report the following. All crew members have been killed or captured. The pirates do not wish to kill anyone else. If you open the gate now and allow them to complete their search, no more lives will be lost. If you do not comply... Oh, oh God, no. Please, don't! Drummer, his suit is punctured and losing pressure. You need to release the vault and patch him now or he could die. Slay that. That vault has O2, fuel. We can't afford to lose it. Where are you going to go, Kamina? Anywhere but here. With anyone but you. Hate me all you want. You are many things, Peltaloda. But you are not a traitor. Hold on. What are you doing? So that was a new trailer for the Expanse Telltale series. Uh, and uh, as you may have heard, if you're a fan of the TV series, uh, you may have heard Cara Gee, who reprises her role of Kamina Drummer. Uh, now, in the trailer, we saw some zero-G action. So you're floating around in space and in the spaceship. Uh, lots of dead bodies, lots of headless bodies. Looks very, very violent altogether. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it looks pretty good. Some choices that you have to make, but they're promising more gameplay than previous Telltale games as well. And this is actually a prequel 
to the expanse books and tv series so uh no exact release date yet on this game but uh so far we expect it to be out in the summer 2023 so again more on this as we hear it um and it will be coming pc and uh, consoles uh so looking forward to that from one sci-fi game set in space to another uh fort solace was uh announced now it was announced i believe back in june but uh the developers uh, fallen leaf and black drakkar have found a publisher uh dear villagers will be um releasing their game later on this summer and yes so here is a trailer for this game please enjoy Officer Taylor Medlog, 29. Today, um, I can't believe what I saw. Solace, everything okay in there? So you probably recognized some of the uh, voices in that trailer. Uh, this game featured the voices of Roger Clark, who of course was um, Arthur Morgan in Red Dead Redemption 2, Julia Brown, who was in The Last Kingdom and World on Fire, and of course Troy Baker, who was most well known for playing the role of Joel in The Last of Us 1 and 2, and he's played uh, James in the live-action TV series version of The Last of Us. So, uh, uh, so a great cast, great voiceover cast, and it looks fantastic as well. Uh, so this is a single-player, third-person thriller set over one long night on Mars. Engineer Jack Leary responds to a routine alarm where events unravel and escalate out of control in a way he could never have imagined. Now, we don't know too much yet about uh, what exactly this game is. There is some action involved, but... The lead developer uh, did an interview with IGN uh, and he said that some of his uh, inspirations were uh, Detroit Become Human, God of War and several others and the games like The Quarry and Supermassive Games like Dark Pictures Anthology. Uh, so certainly there'll be some adventure game elements or narrative, choose your own adventure game elements at least. And uh, yeah, so this uh, will be hitting Steam sometime this summer, all going well. Now, for something a little bit different, uh, it was announced at the end of last year that uh, Pendulo Studios and Microids would be teaming up to make uh, a new Tintin game, Tintin Cigars of the Pharaoh. And uh, just a few days ago last week, they released a new trailer for this game. So again, here is the audio of the trailer. Product not yet rated. Dear Editor-in-Chief, I am writing to you from Port Said at the entrance of the Suez Canal. On board the boat, we have met Professor Sophocles Sarcophagus, an eminent Egyptologist. <laughs> well, an Egyptologist, who invited us to join him in the exploration of Pharaoh Kiosk's tomb in the middle of the desert. Though my journey may be extended by a few days, I am sure that this will add exclusive content to my report. Don't worry about me. I am sure it will be a walk in the park. 
shall keep you posted. Yours faithfully, Tintin. So in this uh, trailer, uh, there there does seem to be some action in it. So it might not be a pure traditional uh, adventure game, and there there might be a little bit of action. But it still looks fantastic, and it is from a studio, two studios actually, who are well known for making adventure games. Uh, we don't know a huge amount still about this game. We do know it's based on the comic book cigars of the Pharaoh, so he has to. Uh, he goes from Egypt to India, passing through Arabia. Tintin and Snowy will end up investigating a gigantic drug trafficking network throughout the East. Uh, with all the facets of Tintin, the universe's story full of twists and turns that are part of Hergé's great le- creative legacy. Tintin, reporter, Cigars of the Pharaoh, immerses the player in the heart of a mysterious Egypt and other lands of infinite beauty. Now, I might quite say that they combine all the best elements of adventure and investigation games. Uh, this game will invite players to dress up as an investigator reporter, search, infiltrate to find clues and solve enigmas with the help of investigation dialogues, enriched with video sequences, infiltration phases, or even plane or car chases. Uh, this game offers a unique and innovative gameplay to allow everyone to live the adventure like a real reporter. So yeah, there are some adventure game and investigative elements. Uh, it looks fantastic. I think it looks very similar to the comics. And uh, Pendulo, uh, they, I know they might have uh, not a bad track. Where I certainly enjoy Black Sad and uh, Vertigo. I know it didn't get uh, great reviews, certainly on this podcast. But uh, I think they have done some good things, certainly in the past, to make very interesting games. And I'm certainly looking forward to hearing more. So we don't have an exact release date of this game yet. But according to Microids, it will be available in 2023 on... PlayStation 5, PlayStation 4, Xbox Series X, X uh, Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC. So again, more on that as we get more information. Another game that has been announced is a new Professor Layton game by Nintendo. So this game uh, is called Professor Layton and the New World of Steam. There has been a new cinematic trailer released, but this is in Japanese. So I'll include a link to that trailer in the show notes. Um, and people can check that. There is subtitles. There are subtitles. Um, but from what we know from the trailer, it is a sequel to uh, not a previous game. The previous uh, Professor Layton game, it involved uh, his daughter, uh, which was released in 2017. That uh, was didn't really get got mixed reviews, I believe. Uh, but the previous game involving Professor Layton. Uh, was released in 2014 and now uh, this new game has been announced and uh, you want again play Professor Layton he's a protege uh, Luke Triton uh, he's gone to back to UK or not back to the Amer- US rather and so he invites Professor Layton the interesting twist is that Luke Triton now is the famous detective over there and Professor Layton isn't as well known over in the US so they go to a fictional steampunk steampunk version of the US in a fictional city called Steam Bison uh, and uh, there will be the puzzles will be from Quiznock uh, who are well known at least in Japan uh, for doing twizzes or quizzes uh, twizzes quizzes rather uh, so uh, this game uh, doesn't have an exact release date but it's sometime in 2023 or 2024 uh, and it will be available uh, so far exclusively on the Switch. Uh, so again, more details on that as we get them. We also found a release date for the new Sherlock Holmes game from Frogwares, Sherlock Holmes The Awakened. Uh, this game will be released on 11th of April 2023, and they also released a new trailer. So here is that trailer. Please enjoy. There is nothing in this world that cannot be explained with logic and reason. Nothing in this world. There is evil afoot. Strangeness and savagery like I have never seen. Something otherworldly festering in the dark beyond our reach. 
Every fiber of the earth, every molecule reverberates in anticipation of the awakening. The bile of madness rises in our throats just as our master rises below. Maybe your god is unstoppable, but you are merely a man. And I know how to stop you. The abyss calls for me, Mr. Holmes, as it does for you. The final problem approaches, and you too shall fall. It's... it's real. All of it, it's... it's real. So this game is a remaster of uh, The Awakened, which was originally released back in 2008-2009. Um, now, the developers Frogwares have said that this game has been rebuilt from, uh, in, on, from the ground up in Unreal Engine 4 uh, with major updates to the quests and uh, this game has been reimagined for modern audiences. The character Sherlock Holmes has also been changed slightly. Uh, in the previous game from Frogware, Sherlock Holmes Chapter 1, he was younger, it was his first case. Uh, and so now it's that same character that is in this game rather than the more experienced Sherlock Holmes that was in the previous version of the game. Uh, now this game has been, well, slightly delayed. Um, in Most times when we talk about games or we review games, we try and judge games more or less equally. Uh, but there are times when we're reminded that some things are more important and this is one of those cases because Frogwares, as many people know, are based in Ukraine and the people there are literally fighting for their lives and they have uh, missile strikes on their cities in residential areas, schools, offices, and they're still fighting off, um, well, fighting the, the Russian army uh, who have invaded and, well, I'm not going to go into all of that, but really I think it is... Uh, it, it is absolutely amazing that these people are still able to work on this game with all of that, with the attacks on infrastructure, blackouts, and uh, they still managed to, to make this game. They had a, a Kickstarter last year, and now in less than a year, they have managed to, uh, to announce a release date for this game. Uh, it's looking pretty good. It's Sherlock Holmes meets uh, Cthulhu. Uh, I enjoyed the previous version of The Awakened, so I'm looking forward to this. And um, and again, we'll hopefully have a review when it's out. Uh, but for those interested, it is out on April 11, 2023 on consoles and PC. Cayenne have also recently announced a release date for their new game, Firmament. Cayenne are also, as many people know, the developers of the Myst series. Uh, and their latest game, Firmament, is set to be released on May 18th, 2023. Now, this is... Uh, this game is also being made in VR, uh, so it will be available on VR and uh, on standard uh, platforms as well. It will release for Mac OS and Windows 2D and VR, and it will support VR HMDs on Windows, which includes Meta Rift and Rift S, HTC Vive, Valve Index, and Meta Quest 2 through Quest Links. Um, now, it won't release yet for PS4, PS5, or PSVR 2, but they are expected to release at some point. Um, and uh, it it looks very, very good. So, I mean, as people who probably listened to this podcast for a couple of years, we mightn't ourselves be huge fans of Myst itself. Nothing against it, but it's just not for me. But I do know that it does have a lot of fans, so uh, I hope that people enjoy this game. You don't have a lot to wait uh, it is uh, said so being released on May 18, 2023. Multiverse is all the rage now with uh, with everything everywhere all at once and uh, the MCU, of course. And now there's another game that is getting involved in the multiverse. It is the Holy Gosh Darn. It is a narrative adventure with a time traveling twist. Uh, you have to uncover information in one timeline to alter things in another in a bid to stop your universe from going bang again. And here is a trailer for this game.
This is heaven. And that keeps happening. My name is Cassiel of Celerity. I've been granted time travel powers in order to prevent heaven from being destroyed. I know who you are, Cassiel. We've been neighbors for years. So let me get this straight. Heaven is gonna blow up today and you've only given me six hours to stop it. Actually, I've given you more like 20 minutes tops, yo. Well, 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 if it isn't Cassie Girl out and about. Can't talk, biblical eagle creature. I'm in a hurry. Hey, isn't Elder 14 your brother? I love that guy. Listen, I need a favor. You really like that piece of shit? Ugh. Hey, isn't Elder 14 your brother? Hate that guy. I think we'll get along just fine. Opens at four? Who the hell runs a store that opens at four? Who cares, Cass? You can just time travel to four o'clock. I know, I'm just saying. Well, well, well. Not now, biblical eagle creature. Go in there and kill the nice old lady. Can't wait to make another goddamn cup of coffee! Ever hotwire a bus before? I feel like I'm losing my mind. Well, well... Oh, shut the hell up, biblical eagle creature! Saving heaven sounds like a lot of work, Cassio. And I'm not at work right now. You should have come here earlier. <sighs> Here we go again. Well, well, well. Shut up! Floorball! So that was a trailer for the holy gosh darn. Uh, you play the angel Cassiel, who must prevent an army of phantoms from overrunning heaven, which is really annoying because that's where you live. Uh, so you have to discover the existence of, well, you discover the existence of the holy gosh darn, which is a mysterious artifact created by God thousands of years ago. You must strap on your time-traveling watch and set about hopping between the past, present, and future, meeting a cast of ridiculous characters across dynamically changing locations in a bid to uncover the secret to life, universe, and, well, everything. Uh, so it, this looks pretty amazing. I would encourage people to check out uh, the trailer and the Steam page and wish list as well. Um, it certainly seems original for an adventure game, at least, and uh, sounds very good. And... Uh, very interesting twist to the to the adventure game genre as well, set in heaven, uh, but with comedic nature as well. Uh, so this game is set to be released sometime in 2023. There was also some news on another game, which I don't believe I've spoken about on this podcast, but I'm another game I'm looking forward to and which I backed on Kickstarter is The End of the Sun. Uh, so The End of the Sun is uh, it's a first-person exploration story-driven game. It's set in the Slavic fantasy world and it's based on Slavic mythology and legends. Uh, as the Ashtar, which is a sorcerer who is gifted with the ability to travel in time, you come to a mysterious village, but you cannot find anyone there, at least not as you expected. Now, there is a demo available for this game, uh, which has over 11,000 downloads on Steam, and uh, they are work continue to work on the game based on feedback. It is also going to come to uh, GOG. Uh, it has a coming soon page on GOG, so you can wishlist it there. And uh, so for those people who want a DRM free, can get it there. They also have a refreshed game trailer. Uh, so here is that game trailer. Please enjoy. Ashtar similar to me are chosen by the crowd. They have a gift from the gods themselves. A gift to help in cases like these. Uh, 
Unfortunately, this time is different. Look what I've got for you. What have you done? I've been following his trail for a very long time, and the only thing I've found along the way are sparks and ash. The disruption of time that arose here is different. Don't go. <coughs> its source lies in the poor souls you've encountered. You've already messed up enough. Here it will end. Here I'll finally catch you. <laughs> so this game, The End of the Sun, is set to come out on Steam towards the end of 2023. And uh, yeah, best of luck to them, a game that I am looking forward to personally. And uh, again, I'll hopefully be reviewing it when it comes out later on this year. Now, another new game that has been announced is Bilkin's Folly. Now, this might be setting expectations a little bit too high, but it looks a little bit like Monkey Island meets Legend of Zelda. Now, I'm sure it's not exactly going to be like that. It's probably going to be its own thing as well, at least I hope so. Those two games certainly though seem to be inspirations for this game. Uh, so in this game, you play as Percy who's on a quest to find his missing relatives and he needs your help. In this game, you will join him and his beloved dog Drayton as they adventure through a series of unusual islands, solve puzzles to uncover valuable treasure and bring to light the foreboding family secret buried beneath it all. So there are pirates, you look for treasure, uh, the... The style, the graphic style, as I said, certainly looks like Zelda, but it is an adventure exploration game. I don't think it's an RPG. And yes, you can pet the dog, who will be your companion at all times. Um, and certainly as your bond with Drayton grows, you learn new skills that will help you solve puzzles and uncover secrets. Uh, you socialize with many quirky inhabitants of the island, but keep in mind they'll remember how you treat them. Uh, and you enter treasure hunting competitions to earn trophies and bragging rights as well. Now, this is from first-time developer Webisoft, and it is published by Armor Game Studios, who've published several uh, really good adventure games in the past as well. Uh, this is set to be released later this year, 2023, in Switch, PlayStation, and PC. Uh, and I would encourage people to check out more and wishlist this game uh, on Steam as well. As I think people will really enjoy it. So that again is Bilkin's Folly and the links will be in the show notes. And now to a game which we have spoken quite a bit about. Uh, we've already reviewed this game. I'm of course talking about Colossal Cave uh, from Ken and Roberto Williams. Uh, there's some updates on this game. Now in the review that uh, Amy did and we both spoke about the price which at the time of review was $40.00. They have since uh, decreased the price to, I think, $24.99. Uh, now, Ken Williams sent an email to people on his um, mailing list, and he spoke in more detail about this. Uh, he spoke about initially about why he thought that initially $40 was justified. Uh, he said it costs a lot to make the game. It is a niche game, but he said not a huge amount of people will buy it compared to, say, mainstream games that naturally want to make their money back. But he said the marketing team uh, basically pushed against that and said that people expect the price to be lower. So in the end, they agreed to do that. Uh, personally, I think it is the right decision, but I can also understand Ken Williams' decision. You do want to make your money back. And this is something that, uh, that game developers, uh, when they release games, have to contend with. How much money do, will you charge for the game? Um, but uh, yeah, so if you have been put off by the price tag, maybe twenty four ninety nine might be uh, might make you want to play this game. Uh, and you can also listen to our review in the last month's episode, where Amy overall really enjoyed it. Um, they are also uh, adding some updates to the game, which it goes into in the email, uh, basically adding hints and all, and uh, 
making um adding heads for the maze for the lantern in the game and uh so well you can find out more on their website as well and to fix some bugs and still working on the vr for some parts of the game so ps uh so steam vr uh as well and several other versions and they are updating the vr version as well um i believe to add another mode i believe they're adding a teleport mode so players who get nauseous in vr can play the game comfortably uh, or at least more comfortably so again a link to the website uh would be in the show notes and now before we get to kickstarters uh there is some uh news on uh on awards for and award nominations for several adventure games first of all several adventure and narrative adventure games have been nominated for uh the bafta game awards uh stray has been nominated for several awards including best game best narrative best animation uh other games such as pentiment and immortality have been um nominated and uh including and i'm delighted to see this as well uh but um game such as a citizen sleeper and uh, will always have Paris and not for broadcast have been nominated for the Game Beyond Entertainment Award. Uh, so there have been plenty of other awards nominations as well. More adventure games, uh, too many to to mention actually. Um, but you could find out. Uh, I'll include the link in the show notes as well. And that award ceremony will be on Thursday, thirtieth of March, and it will be live streamed exclusively online. So. Uh, again, we'll be talking, I'm sure, about the winners uh, in next month's uh, news segment. Also, uh, about a week ago, uh, Crowns and Pawns won three awards at the Lithuania Game Awards 2022. This game won Best Audio Design, Best PC Game and Game of the Year Awards in, uh, in the Lithuania Game Awards. So a huge, huge congratulations to Tag of Joy for winning those awards and uh, looking forward to playing that game. I started playing that game on my Steam Deck. So hopefully we'll have a review of that game very, very soon as well. And now, before we finish this news uh, episode, I'll just finish up with a few Kickstarters. So first of all, an update on current Kickstarters. Uh, I'm delighted to say that both the Will of Arthur Flemington and Death Corp, which we spoke about last month, they have both been successfully funded. So a huge, huge congratulations to Guga Games for Arthur Flemington and Alberto Costa for the success of Death Corp. Um, So now there'll be voice acting in Arthur Flemington and Death Corp can be made. Uh, So looking forward to playing those games as well. Uh, You can check out the Kickstarter on those games for more uh, details. Also, Beyond Shadowgate, which I didn't actually talk about uh, before, but this is an official sequel to Shadowgate from the original designer, Dave Marsh. That went up on Kickstarter, and that has uh, flown past its goal. Its goal was €23,481. Currently, it's at uh, time of recording, it's €79,034, with sort of a few days left at the time of recording, I believe by the time this episode goes out, there'll be two days left. So huge congratulations to that team, and I look forward to finding out more about that game. And now for new Kickstarter. Yes, there are new Kickstarters in the process. First of all, this isn't a game, but it's very, very directly related to adventure games. Uh, Robert Holmes has a new Kickstarter. He had a Kickstarter last year uh, called Sequel, which was a new album for new music, new music tracks with music that would be similar in uh, in games such as uh, Gabriel Knight and Grey Matter and Moebius. Uh, that was a huge success. So now he's back with the son of Sequel. And that is currently on Kickstarter. And uh, now there's a few interesting things about this game. First of all, it is great that Robert Holmes is back creating more music. Um, He's doing what he loves. And I loved the first album sequel. Um, And uh, it's great that he's doing this again. But in the announcement, it was from Pinkerton Studios, which was the new studio that uh, Robert and Jane created about nine, ten years ago. And they made Moebius uh, and a couple of other games. Uh, but Jane Jensen has been writing books under a new alias since then. 
And uh, but uh, the announcement was from Robert Holmes and Jane Jensen. So I don't know if that means that Jane will have more of an involvement or what that might mean. Now, there are a few Kickstarter rewards for this uh, this new album, which, again, you can get in CD and vinyl, uh, which is all very interesting. But one of the rewards is if this project, if this Kickstarter hits $1 million, uh, they will start working on Grey Matter 2. Now, to be honest, it is unlikely they will hit $1 million. Uh, I think they probably realize that themselves. But first of all, A, it would be great if they hit $1 million. Uh, secondly, I think it also shows that they do want to make this game. Now, Robert Holmes was on this podcast himself just a few months ago. That is available on YouTube. The audio will be available in a few in a few weeks or months. Uh, but you can check out that interview on our YouTube channel. Uh, and he did say that he and Jane would like to continue making games, that they would like to make a Grey Matter 2. He mentioned a possible TV series on Netflix. And uh, yes, he also spoke about Gabriel Knight for that. Also, if you to reach, I believe it's seven hundred fifty thousand dollars, they will remake the opera scene that was made famous in uh, in Gabriel Knight two, the Mozart opera scene. Uh, so really, really well worth backing that project. Uh, I mean, mainly for the album, for the music itself, but it would be very, very nice if they could reach those stretch goals. So. Um, and there are other Kickstarters. A new Kickstarter is for The Adventures of Brian Scott. And you might recognize the voice of the main character in this game. I'll tell you about an adventure I did have. It's linked to many of my memories. Memories of foreign lands, dangers, love, and a small package that was to change my life completely. That's right, Rolf Saxon, the voice of George Stobart himself, is, uh, is voicing Brian Scott in this game. Now, originally he was going to be a British character, uh, but based on feedback that the developer um, got, uh, uh, Rolf Saxon will be doing his American voice that we all know. Uh, he'll also be joined by Hazel Ellerby, will be playing the character, the main female character in this game. Uh, she played the original Nicole Collard in Broken Sword 1. And Alexander uh, Schutke will also be uh, voicing a character in the German version. He was... Uh, the German George Stobart, the voice of German George Stobart in Broken Sword as well. Now, the game itself looks great. Uh, the story is great. Again, following on their adventures. Uh, it's currently on Kickstarter. There is a demo. You can also check out my interview with the developers themselves. which speaks more about the game as well. So that will be also be on the show notes. Uh, at time recording, it has reached 15,731 euros. The goal is 24,500, but there's still about th- over three weeks to go. So I'm very hopeful that it will make its goal and uh, we can find out more about this game very soon. And finally, uh, Randall's Tuesday, which is strangely a prequel to Randall's Monday. Um, it t- takes place in a university and... Uh, the Kickstarter to this game is coming very, very soon. So um, we'll be talking more about this game, I'm sure, when the Kickstarter launches. But just in case people are interested, I will include a link in the show notes to this game uh, as well to the Kickstarter page. And um, you can then be notified when it is launched. So that is it for this uh, this epic episode of news. Uh, so, so much happening. Um, in the world of adventure and narrative games. It really is astonishing. Uh, once again, a huge thank you to all the developers of the games, to everyone involved, and to everyone for your support of this podcast. Um, I really, really hope uh, Tony and I, Tony Warner and I, as I mentioned at the top of the episode, we are hoping to make this interview as good as possible at the conference um, to really help uh, promote, well, adventure games in general. Uh, so uh, we have more news on that and thanks again to everyone for your support if you want to continue to support this podcast first of all by downloading and listening to it that doesn't cost any money Uh, that itself really helps us 
you can also leave reviews uh, of this podcast or our review of this podcast. Five stars would really help wherever you listen to it, whether it's Google or Apple Podcast. I don't know if Spotify allows it, but there's a link in the show notes. Rate this podcast.com forward slash adventure games podcast. And uh, we'll read out your review as well. Um, and if you want, you can also become a Patreon subscriber. Uh, that would really help this podcast as well. You get episodes such as these uh, at least 24 hours before anyone else. And uh, you will also uh, get some extras. So there, lately, the latest extra is uh, an exclusive 10-minute conversation I had with both Ken and Roberta Williams before I started the official interview with Roberta. Uh, so that was a lot of fun as well. So that's patreon.com forward slash adventure games podcast. So I'll be back and next time, I believe um, next week or a couple of weeks with Thomas uh, and I believe Jared will be making his debut on the podcast. He is, of course, the new editor of this podcast uh, and we will be reviewing, uh, well, subject to change, but at least I'll be reviewing 10 dates and south of the circle. Jared will be reviewing... Um, deliver us mars and season letter for the future thomas i believe will be reviewing monorail stories we'll see what else we talk about i might be doing uh again mini episodes mini reviews of uh games new games coming out such as the wreck and delete after reading and we'll see what else i talk about as well so thank you again for listening and for your support uh until then um we will uh, speak to you very very soon so take care everyone goodbye so if you like the adventure games podcast then please subscribe rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts please leave a review on itunes if you can as every review helps and reviews will help get the word out especially for adventure game developers who appear on the podcast now, you can also follow me on social media. You can follow me on Twitter at Advent Game Pod. You can follow me on Facebook at Adventure Games Podcast. You can also follow me on Instagram at Adventure Games Podcast as well. And we're also on Discord at Adventure Games Podcast. So if you are a Adventure Game developer or Adventure Game player, you can follow us there. So again, please feel free to retweet and share podcast episodes and the podcast to people who you believe may enjoy it and you can also find more information about the podcast on www.adventuregamespodcast.com so until next time thank you